Defense is ready. Let's do it here. Rumham Wildcards. It's always sunny in Philadelphia. We're talking about here today. This is the season two finale, you guys. Season two. My name is Brayden. I'm here with Donnie. What's up, y'all? And Adam. Hey, how's it going? And the dish of the day. Queso dip. Queso dip. Yum. Yum. Go for some queso. What you would eat at the Super Bowl, which this is. This is our Super Bowl. This is our Super Bowl, you guys. This is everything that season two has led up to. The list of lists contains 17 episodes right now, all of season one and all of season two together on one harmonious list. And today we are going to go through it and talk about uh, if we agree with the scores we gave, maybe adjust some scores that we've given, talk about season two a little bit more. And we're going to get caught up on scores from Adam and the dish of the day. So I think that's where we're going to start because we can't really talk about the list if we don't have all the scores. So um, who wants to start here? You want to go first dish of the day? Adam, you want to start? I got it. I'm going to queso dip all over these fools. All right. right, So I miss the um, game gives back and Charlie goes America all over everyone's asses. Let's start with the game gives back. I apologize. Come again. Let's start with oh, the game gives back. The game gives back. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I apologize. Uh, the queso dip was still being prepared. They were adding the flour, brewing it on the uh, <laughs> on your shitty fucking cast iron pan that you destroyed, even though it was a gift for your father. Um, I gave that a seven point eight. Um, seven point eight. I gave an eight for the quotes, a nine for the humor, a seven for the story. Uh, an eight for the characters, and the wild card was seven stabs out of ten for the amount of times I saw the little kids stab each other with the fucking safety pins and the goddamn wristband. Holy shit. Um, yeah, so a little bit of background on this story personally, this episode personally for me. Uh, I hold it near and dear to my heart because it's the first episode I remember watching with uh, Donnie. Uh, it was our first shared It's Always Sunny experience, which is exactly as homosexual as it should sound. And um, so it has that nostalgia for me. So I will admit that perhaps my rating was a little, a, a bit less than objective as Fry Loves Leela, Fry Loves Leela 3000 would have preferred. <laughs> yeah. But, and um, Go ahead. To further the homosexuality, at the time, I don't believe we were living together, but further down the road, we did actually live together. Um, yes, in, in glorious matrimony. Sleeping yeah. on a futon together. And uh, looking, <laughs> yeah. That's correct. looking at my list and looking at your list, this is both of our second best ranked episode, so it ties us together even more. Uh, and I wish you would have been there to have this conversation when we released this episode. But once again, this for me even is a great episode and it stands out because it wasn't the first episode that I remember with you it was the first episode I watched ever, and then I didn't like the show. Turned around two, three years later, and ended up liking it again. So this episode does, like you said, hold near and dear to my heart as well. Yeah, and I actually pulled the um, throw the soda in the trash prank in real life with someone, um, and watching their face after I did that and told them to get me another soda was fucking priceless. Well, so- you said, do I look like I'm on a diet? <laughs> no, I oh. said, do I look like I drink root beer? <laughs> oh. do, I, <laughs> do I look like a root beer drinker? <laughs> Can you inform us on what a root beer drinker looks like? Uh, Yeah, a fucking narc. An alcoholic <laughs> mathematician. Cops, 
I was on a cop training class once. They're only allowed to drink root beer. What? Why? Uh, you know, it's the drink of the police. What can I say? <laughs> that was coffee. Yeah, that's what I would have thought. Coffee with uh, donut sprinkles in it. I like root beer with a donuts better. A supply but... of root beer is not the same as an unlimited supply of root beer. <laughs> I, I can drink a lifetime supply in a year. <laughs> so, um, anyway, the gang gives back. I, I gave a 7.4 to this episode. I don't know, you guys. I think I might change my score here because it's above Charlie Goes America all over everybody's ass. Which, if I'm thinking of season two, I think I like more. So here's what I'm going to do. I'm going to change my score for The Gang Gives Back from a 7.4 to a 7.2, which will move it down below Charlie Goes America all over everybody's ass and above Charlie uh, Has Cancer. And then I'll adjust it on the list of lists. What do you guys think of your score that you gave for The Gang Gives Back? Is it fair? Do you still agree with it? Yeah, I think my, my score is fair. I gave it a 7.5. I, I stand by my 8.4. I kind of want to raise it to a flat 8. Can I do that? Will the fans let me to, allow me to do that? You can do whatever you want. Do they work for us or do Fucking we work yeah, for them? I love Joe Biden's America. I can do whatever I want. It's not quite uh, there yet. <laughs> yeah, so go ahead and add point two points for me. Okay, so for uh, that is uh, the gang gives back. You give that a solid eight. Yes. Solid eight from Solid Snake. All right. Uh, what about the uh, other episode you missed? Uh, Charlie goes to America all over everyone's ass. I have here in my notes that I gave it a uh, a nine point two or a nine point one. It looks like nine point one is what got put into the printer, so we'll stick with that. I thought this episode was fucking great. I thought this episode was classic Sonny. I mean, the first time I saw this episode when he said, I was in Vietnam, and then he said, you were in Vietnam on a business trip, that fucking got me. I was on the floor laughing. Because, like, the amount of times I've heard, you don't know what it was like in Vietnam in my life, let me tell you. And then the response, you were there on a business trip, just fucking out of this world. The Russian roulette at the end, goddamn. Classic, this classic is always sunny. When I go on these long tirades about what always sunny has the potential to be and how much it can change your life if you just let it into your heart, <laughs> this is what I'm talking about. If you open up and accept... You can be born again. Like Adam is for Jesus, you can be for it's always sunny. And repent. Beautiful. What do you guys think of Charlie Goes America all over everybody's ass? What do you think of the score you gave for it? Fair? Uh, Not fair? Yeah, I had given mine a 7.3. It's fair. I think it's fair. Uh, I gave it a 7.4. It is in my top five. Uh, I'm going to boost it just a little bit to uh, a 7.7. Okay. Just to uh, put it in fourth. Um, like I said, this one was uh, tied with me for the uh, the gang gives back. Both are really solid episodes. Don't get me wrong. Um, just probably not in my uh, top lists if I'm thinking of sunny episodes. But it, it still is a good sunny episode. But um, I think that's a good way to close the book on that episode. Charlie goes America. Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. All right, so we'll get to that score here in a second. We're going to do a rundown of the lists of lists momentarily. We still have one more score that we are missing, and that score is from Adam. Hey, so I missed the episode, The Gang Exploits a Miracle. I apologize for that, um, but I have uh, my list ready um, or my rankings ready for that episode, and here we go. For the story, I gave it an 8. Um, for characters, I gave it a 10. Uh, we get to see Rickety Cricket for the first time, and he's my favorite recurring character in the show. Sounds, that does sound familiar to what I gave it. Yeah. Keep, keep going. It I'm was, liking what I'm hearing. Yeah. Donnie looks like he's ready to throw you out the yeah, window, Donnie, but I like not, what I'm hearing. Donnie, I, I actually listened to the to the podcast when I was um after I watched this episode because I wanted to see how you guys thought so I could you know respond to you guys. Um, So far, I have the exact same scores as you, Braden, but I might differ right now. I gave it for the quote. Um, I gave it eight. But honestly, I, I think I want to downgrade that a little bit, so I might go go down to a seven. Is that okay? No. No, nothing's okay. <laughs> it's absolutely okay. You should go much lower, but keep going. Um, there were some good lines in there, but not, uh, you know, not not eight worthy. I suppose uh, humor nine. I thought it was hilarious. I that that the, the good lord going down on me. I mean, can we? Yeah, tell me on. some of your favorite parts here. If it's nine out of ten, you got to have some favorite parts off of off the top of your head. I just love that Dennis. Holy and Dean, shit! This guy gave it a nine out of ten. What a plot twist in our season finale, <laughs> ladies and gentlemen. Pretty sure Braden liked the episode like I did as well. I'm liking what I'm hearing yeah. right now. Keep going. I mean, um, the fact that it ends with them like wanting to, um, you know, teabag Dennis. The fact that like. Dennis and D were shitting in each other so much they they both had to like compete to like do some ego building exercise in one case fan, uh, you know starve yourself in the other case trying to have sex with your high school the guy who had crush with you in the high school um it, it was just so funny the fact that this old man spit on Mac Mac and Charlie are competing to be who's the better um priest or sermon giver I don't know um that episode was so funny and every and Every time I, I, I go into that episode, I'm like, oh, this episode again. And then I watch it, and I'm like, oh, I love this episode, and I always forget why. I love the episode. You, Donna, you had said that you you think that this episode could be deleted from any platform. I I was thinking, I kind of agree with you, because I always forget it. But then I watch it, and I'm like, oh, I remember why I love this episode. This episode is so so chock full of such good, good bits. The good Lord going down on me. That part, hundred percent, I will always laugh at. There are a few parts that I think I'd probably laugh. The old at, man spitting in Max's face. I could probably not laugh at that. That's what all I the dog, mean. all the cats are brown or something. Like the good Lord going down on me is just probably the only one that on. hands down I'll laugh at every time. But other than that, like once again, I could probably watch this episode yeah. without laughing if I tried. And so I want to give my wild card for this episode because the reason that I gave this ranking so high, such a high score was because when I listened to the podcast, I counted the amount of times that you guys said wraparound. And because I like this episode a lot, I wanted to give it a 10 out of 10. You guys said wraparound 10 times during the podcast. That's it? The gang exploits a miracle. Yeah. That is incredibly meta of you to yeah. base your wild card off wow. of our yeah. review of the episode. Well, I, I love the, it. I wanted to I love it. Season finale. I wanted what to find a way. Finale. I had to what justify around. I had to justify my ten out of ten. That's the real wraparound. <laughs> Bet you guys didn't expect this season to be bookended so well. So I guess my final score. Whoa, well, I'm not good at math, but my final score for that episode. Um, I'm doing this in real time, so bear with me. Add all the numbers up. Yes. Multiply it by two. What do you get? 
8.8. Boom. 8.8 on The Gang Exploits a Miracle. I stand by my five. And I could I could arguably say that I like underage the underage drinking episode better than this one. So uh, I'm going to give the underage drinking episode a 5.1. Oh, you're changing your underage drinking score? Yeah, to a 5.1. Okay, okay, Donnie. Just, just, just because I don't want to knock. I already gave this episode a five. I don't want to trash it that much more. So we'll just bump the one above it instead of bumping that one down. This is going to get so much harder when we have 150 plus episodes. Yeah, I'm, I'm so excited for it. I'm surprised I only had like that one change, and then like I considered switching the top, but it's close enough that yeah. Other than that, like I really don't disagree with my list right now. Surprisingly, I thought I was gonna have to switch up a lot of episodes. Um. There, there are definitely a few episodes that I want to change around. Um, for instance, on my list, I have, I have Dennis and D gets a new dad at seven point nine, and I have Charlie wants an abortion also at seven point nine. Um, I kind of want and on the list, like one is above the other. I want to put um, Charlie wants an abortion above Dennis and D gets a new dad because I th- I like that they're both ranked seven point nine, but I I don't know if that matters for the list. Um, no. It's just yours if you don't okay. want them to be tied in okay. yours, I guess. I, sure. If we're doing season one episodes as well now. I thought that's what we were looking at. I was looking at the whole list this of lists. The whole no, we, can list. do the, we can do the whole kit and caboodle. It's, it's whatever you guys want. Because this the, is our show. Because the list you gave us, I don't see it being um, separated by season. Just all total episodes are on this list. So I... Um, well, if you look at the first one, you can see that they're mm. highlighted. Out of my top seven episodes so far, though, only one came from season one, which doesn't surprise me, but just throwing it out there. It's only uh, getting better. Yeah, I and only episode, have. Braden explains to the wildcard team how to use an Excel sheet. I don't know how to use <laughs> uh, Excel. I only have two episodes from episode uh, from season one in my top eight is what they are. What about you guys? Are you mostly season two as well? Um, yes. Yeah, it uh, looks like we, yeah. by and large, gave higher scores to season two, which I think we all knew. Yeah. I mean, the Dish Day was giving zeros out of ten for no Frank all yeah. of season one. Yeah, we had to teach him how to do a fucking podcast. Yeah. <laughs> I think my the highest episode from season one for me is Charlie gets uh, an abortion. Charlie wants an abortion. Charlie wants an abortion. Charlie... Sorry, I was. Yeah. Sorry, I was. I was. I was. Mis- I was. The one right bef- b- below it was Charlie got molested, so I was confusing the two titles. But yeah, um, yeah. I, I just think going forward, we're gonna see um, less and less of season one and two in our top tens. Well, especially because spoiler alert: the show gets funnier. Exactly. That's especially because yeah. yeah. season five is very considered. Very, very classic to a lot of people. So we'll see what's coming here in future um, future seasons. Let's talk about this season, though. Let's talk about season two. Closes the book on yeah. the scores that we were missing and opens us up to a whole mess on the list of lists. Just pointing it out there, too, that uh, we don't have a group average score for an episode above 7.9 yet. We don't have a single eight as a group decision. And yeah, we still somehow love this show. So just know that those uh, also, group eights and above will be yeah. coming. 
Also, by the way, you guys have always given me like a hard time for ranking the episodes higher than you think they should be. But you guys all have higher scores than I have, by the way. So, you know. Right, because I your- save the higher scores for the good episodes. For I don't just episode. give them out to every episode. <laughs> yeah. mm. well, I, 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 you know, like, again, for the 50th time, I, if you are listening to us multiple times, you're probably sick of hearing this. If we've given a low score to an episode, that does not mean it's bad. If it was up to us, they'd all get tens. This is the best TV show of all time that we're talking about here. I think Million Dollar Baby or Hundred Dollar Baby is not a very good episode. Okay, so all of them except $100 Baby get 10s out of 10s if it was up to us. But seeing as it's not an option. Gun Fever was bad. Yeah. Season two. So let's, let's go over season two on the list of lists and, and where it stands. So there are 17 entries on the list of lists. And the lowest one is number 15, $100 Baby. Uh, we gave this 5.3. Adam gave it a 4.6, Donnie gave it a 4.2, I gave it a 5.5, and the dish of the day was the most favorable, giving it a 6.7. So this is... I like the Italian jokes. This is a good good episode, according to the dish of the day and me, but uh, average or below, according to Donnie and Adam. And, and, you know, I gave it a 5.5, so I guess that's not even that favorable as well. 6.7 isn't that good coming from the dish of the day so uh what do you guys think shout out to that definitely heard that one that annoying uh, car this is this is like <laughs> i said one of the few episodes that i honestly would be okay if it just got deleted amongst i agree with that comment is is that bad i don't no. like agreeing with donnie's uh if you could delete it i'd forget it comments but I you you don't have to delete hundred dollar baby and I already do do forget it. Exactly. While we're on it, I owe a huge apology to the uh, Meredith family, Burgess Meredith. I was <laughs> scrolling my television the other day, and Batman, the original, was on, and yeah. Burgess Meredith, yeah, was in the original Batman. Yes. Come to find out, I do some investigative work, some researching on Burgess Meredith. I owe a massive apology for pretending like he was some just random old guy and not like a legendary actor. Yes. And then I was listening to another podcast. Um, I was listening to Podcast of Ride, and one of the guys brought up Burgess Meredith. I was like, well, I guess I should have known who this guy was. He's a very legendary actor. So to the, the so wild card crew that both loves uh, Adam West Batman and It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia, I am sorry for um, insulting Burgess Meredith. It's very important. Who did he play in Batman? Was he Alfred? Uh, oh, no, he, he wasn't. He probably wasn't old at that penguin? time. Penguin could have been the. Wow, penguin. I did great. <laughs> I did great research. He, <laughs> he was. Um, no, he was the penguin. He was the penguin. I don't know why I wanted to say the Riddler, Do you but know he who was else? the penguin because he, you know who was the penguin? Yeah. Danny DeVito. <laughs> it's come full circle. The we should have brought this up. That's it's, the that's rap- a wraparound. Yeah, that's a wraparound. That's a good wraparound. That's a good wraparound to come to. <laughs> Ew. Um, so, 17, 16, 15. So, that was number 15. Number 11 on the list of lists. The gang runs for office. We gave this a 6.6. Adam gave it a 7.4, being the most favorable. I was the most critical, giving it a 5.7. Donnie gave it a 6.6. And the Dish of the Day gave it a 6.8. 
or a combined score of 6.6. The gang runs for office, number 11. What do you guys think? This episode uh, got a lot of love from the wildcard crew. Um, Our poll on Instagram showed that uh, a lot of people really loved this episode and didn't agree with our score putting it so low. I'm sure that they uh, maybe agreed with mine because I think I gave the highest score for that one. I don't get how you guys didn't like that one. That one was so good. To be fair, it, it so did do. get beaten. It got beaten by uh, Charlie Gets Crippled, yeah. which is, I think, uh, objectively better episode, but we'll get to that in a second. Yeah. But, um, yeah, it, it was it was loved not by me or Donnie, but by some fans. What do you guys think of uh, the gang runs for office? Any, any things you missed when we reviewed it? I think our marketing team killed it by releasing that around um, the election. And I think people were just caught up in politics and thought that real life political humor was probably a lot more funny given the real life situations and real life things going on. So I think they gave it a little more love than it deserved. Yeah, that was totally coincidental, by the way. That was Shout totally cool. Team. Yeah. <laughs> I I did not intend in 2019 when we were planning on starting this that the next year we'd be releasing the gang runs for office. You know what? Actually, I did plan it. I'm a genius. <laughs> oh, you're our marketing team. I'm our marketing oh, team. Sick. I'm nice to meet genius. You. Killing it. I, I thought it out completely. I was like, if we release one episode every other week for a whole year, we'll be talking about the gang runs for office around the clusterfuck that is the 2020 election. So, the gang runs You're for office. marketing team? Then who have I been paying? I don't know. I can give you my Venmo, though. Have you, you been sending redirect money? redirect payment. You've been sending money to Somali kings again? I cashed app a Nigerian person who said he could market our podcast. Uh, That's the Wolf Cola people. Wolf Cola. <laughs> How'd you confuse Boko Raton with Boko Haram? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> <laughs> oh god i can't wait for these later seasons um dennis and d get a new dad one above the gang runs for office right above it is dennis and d get a new dad also gets a 6.6 uh adam again was the most favorable gave it a 7.9 donnie was the most critical at 5.6 and i gave it a 5.7 the dish of the day gave it a 7.2 altogether a 6.6 what do you guys think? Dennis and D got a new dad. Save, 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 save the children. Yeah, uh, my comments from when we reviewed it, I think, are still very true. It's an important episode in the sense of setting up story and the continuity and the characters. But as far as laughter and what Sonny has a capability of being, it it's average at best. Yeah. Could I could I make that score lower? You know yes. what? You missed the train on changing the scores, Adam. I did? No, tell me what you want to change it <laughs> That's to. That's what we're here for. <laughs> what we're here for. Tell me. So I put it a 7.9. Um, can I make that like a flat, like, 7? Like, I was trying to bring it down. Like, it's not... Just just be on the 7. Just be, I'm just, I'm yeah. just going to bring it down. Any reason. You got to give me a reason here. The reason... Okay. Why do you hate reason it? Will. Why do you hate it? I want yes, to... reason will prevail. Give me a reason. I wanted to, uh, to put it below. Why do you hate it more now than when we reviewed it? Um, it's just like like what you said. It, when I think about it, I've never really liked that episode in general. It's just never been an episode that I've been excited about. And as much as like I enjoyed watching, it's just like I want to rank it lower. 
it's just it's just necessary. It's yeah. necessary to bring Bruce Mathis into the show. It's necessary. He's too to show- good. For, he's too like pure. And I don't want to like. I don't want to like you know emphasize that goodness and stuff. I don't want people to think that's what we're about. <laughs> you don't want people to think we're about being good people. Is that yeah. what I just heard? Not okay. that. I just don't. I just want them. <laughs> To think that we're not super soft like Bruce Mathis. We got to get hard. <laughs> yeah. Well, the fans did agree with you guys on this put one. Heroin um, in our asses. <laughs> we did a we did a season two tournament bracket kind of thing on our Instagram, and Dennis and D get a new dad was voted off in the first round. So Wildcard Crew on Instagram agrees that um, this episode deserves to be knocked down a little bit, I guess. Yeah. So the new score for Dennis and D get a new dad is a 6.4, knocking it down to number 12 on the lists of lists. That puts the gang runs for office now at number 10. So we're going to talk about that one again now. Yeah, we'll come back to it. Uh, <laughs> number eight, Mac bangs Dennis's mom. We gave this episode a 6.9. <laughs> nice. <laughs> nice. Um, Adam gave the most favorable score on this episode, 7.7. You're going to hear that a lot. I was yeah. close second. I gave this episode a 7.6. Donnie gave this a 7. And the Dish of the Day gave this a 5.2 for a total of 6.9 for Mac Banks, Dennis's mom. What do you guys think? Compared to when we reviewed it, how do you feel about it now? Do you still feel the same? Uh, I don't really... Yeah. yeah yeah it was pretty funny uh i i think i still feel the same about it it's it's a confusing episode for me because it's really funny in the plot and i said that when we reviewed it but when um like if you told me to like list off a quote from this episode i got that doesn't unbang your mom and that's about it and the the mist like the the overlooked, I forget exactly. The I think more about like the waitress coming in at the last minute and saying, "I banged Frank and and Mac and Dennis beating the shit out of each other and them all spying on each other from the car." I think about what happens in the episode more than the jokes that are in the episode. Yeah, but I, like I said, the the one thing that stands out to me in that episode is when he's like, "How did you know he wasn't gonna bang your mom?" And he's like, "Huh." I guess I must overlook that. I must have overlooked that. Whatever he says in that line, but yeah. Number six, the gang goes jihad. We gave this a little bit of a higher score, 7.1. This is um, an interesting episode. Kind of favored by the wildcard crew. It got eliminated in the second round of brackets. So um, we gave it a 7.1. Adam, most favorable, gave it an 8. Uh, Dish of the Day gave it a 7.2. Donnie gave it a 7. And I gave it a 6.2 for an average score of 7.1. This is the top half of uh, the list of lists. What do you guys think? Uh, the gang goes jihad. Because uh, I feel like a 6.2, that was pretty low for me to give it. But um, I don't know. It's, it's still up there on the list, so I don't know if I want to give it more kudos than it already has. Yeah, I mean, I think it's a pretty memorable episode. We were talking about it already earlier, about burning down the building and trying to get shit on their shoes and all that. So, I mean, I think it's it's right where it should be. I gave it the love it deserves. Not too much. Not not too hard. 
Not too soft. <laughs> I think that um, for our average ranking of this episode, it's right where it should be too. And I think if I were to change mine, it would affect that. And I don't want to change mine because I don't want to affect that. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> where I'm at right now. So should we uh, just move on here? What do you think of the Gango's Jihad dish of the day? Uh, it's all good. I like the thinly veiled uh, satire that became comedy about the Israeli-Palestinian conflict. Yeah, that that part too. I remember you guys, all those jokes that for some reason went over my... I feel like I should have caught those jokes. The 200-year-old law jokes, you can't just build a wall, the the fence up against their bar. I, I'm almost ashamed of myself for not getting those jokes before we're doing this podcast. I'm ashamed of you as well. Oh, thanks, You're Dad. An eighth grade social studies teacher just shot himself in the bathroom of his studio apartment. <laughs> he was going to do that anyways. I'm pretty ashamed now, too. But my eighth grade social studies teacher is the one who introduced me to this show. Yeah, well, we remember that from episode one about your drug I, addict teacher or whatever yeah, happened. No, he wasn't. <laughs> he was sketchy ass. A child to this television he wasn't. <laughs> hey, kid, you want to watch this episode? Charlie got molested? Oh, uh, I should clarify. He didn't really introduce. We had already oh, watched a bad it. One to pick, but when we found that there was a faculty yeah, member. No, I just looked at the list and said the first one I saw. <laughs> was your eighth grade social studies teacher Uncle Jack? No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh God my damn God! It. If you don't know what you're talking about, go back and listen to our episodes, starting with episode one. All right, one one click above the gang goes jihad. The gang exploits a miracle, an episode that I have fought for and I will continue to fight for, that it deserves more credit, but just yes. seems to get shit on by every single fan of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. This episode gave us cricket, you guys. Yeah, come on. Come God. on. In a great way, too. Teabagging. Like we know so much about like their... Still take well, balls uh, to the chin cricks. Oh, uh, yeah. It's funnier now that he's a priest. Anyways, take out cricket and teabagging. This episode could damn near be a three or less for me. Well, he, he was a big part of the episode. That's like it's like saying take out that big part of the episode, and the episode is not much left. Cricket aside, oh, that, okay, high five. Yeah, uh, cricket, <laughs> cricket aside, <laughs> you got the gang dogpiling all over each other to gain control over Patty's pub and church. You, Come on, man! Like old alcoholic spit in Mac's face. Anyways. Yes, that's true. So this episode got you a got the 7. good Lord 3. going down on Charlie. Sorry, we went down on a seven point three. Uh, Adam, the most giving of this episode, giving it an eight point eight. Me right behind him once again, eight point seven. The dish of the day, six point four, and Donnie gave this episode a five, sounding more like fans of It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia with <laughs> that five there. Yeah. As an aside. Um, since most of my information about the actual world comes from TV, I was watching another TV show. I forget what it was called, but uh, somebody in the show left being a priest and went back to being a priest. So I don't know if that answers our previous question about whether you can or can't do it, but it did happen in a different TV show. No, that's fiction. Just like probably most no. shows you watch. No, no. Yeah, Wait, no, I'm no, sorry. you're saying no. the actor left the yeah. television, left acting the television show to go back to the priesthood? No, or the, the character. character. That's the character. That's still a character, bro. It's called no, fiction. That, no, that answers our question for no, sure. No, 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 no. It for no, sure no, no, answers our answers question. question. Yeah. If you insist it answers the question, it answered the question. I the get question that. being, uh, if you haven't listened to the episode review, which you should go back and listen to, did Cricket ruin his own life by not going back 
to the church. You could do could, other things. Could Cricket have gone back to the church after being rejected by D? Also, did Cricket ruin his own life? He did. Also, why did Mac want to become a priest? Because he was religious or he was gay? Not that priests are gay, but like, like the, were they harboring on the stereotype that he wanted to like... I think that, that he, yeah, I, he just wanted to... Uh, I don't know. He was just uh, super religious, super evangelical or whatever. Okay. Um, also, not for nothing, but from that episode, did you notice like Charlie saying like, oh, use your right hand, but Mac used his left hand. He does. There's a I lot said, of great I parts. I thought it was the wrong hand, but he does. If you watch the episode, he says it's a half comment. He just goes yes. wrong. Hand. Okay. Yeah. He just shrugs it off. Mm -hmm. um, I would give this episode more credit, but I feel like an 8.7 is pretty adequate for what I've given it. Yeah. Considering uh, that's one of three episodes I've given an, above an eight. So I'm going to keep it where it's at. 8.7 for me. What about you guys? I'm sticking with my five, but I damn near could pull a dish of the day and go 0.6 on this one. Do you even like the show? Like yeah. uh, I don't know what you're talking about here. If you go 0.6, I'm bumping mine up. Just I'm now. leaving. Yeah. I'm leaving my five, but I could arguably 0.6 this episode. And that's, there's, there's far and few of those for me. And it's always sunny. Absolutely. Apparently not. Is, dip that shit, dude. <laughs> um, is, is that the second one in this episode? You said Donnie that you could forget. Uh, yes, with $100 Baby, those two. Season two, not not favorable. I agree with that $100 Baby yeah, comment, though. Me too. Those two are the only two so far. And I think that saying one episode per season, arguably, on average, that I don't like, I don't think that's bad. That's uh, that's better than yeah. any other show I've ever watched. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Um, There's nothing worse Every than that. Every episode of Friends and The Office is priceless. <laughs> don't catch me. The fact you put those two in the same categories and... Is vomit inducing. Yeah, I like friends. The chili, bro. Trust me, it's funny. Nah, man. <laughs> nah, man. Thank the, you. I love you. You ever go back to like watch a show that has a laugh track and just feel patronized? Yes. I hate laugh tracks. Like I love the that laugh was the track. Worst part about the television industry. How much your mother was the most egregious, in my opinion. Why did we feel that was necessary? Because, because, because writing jokes and making uh, episodes funny, they didn't seem necessary to the writers. Because th there are some, you know, shows that it it's funny, no, no. regardless of the laugh track. But it's it just no. makes it patronizing. No, no, it makes it cringy. People who made like How I Met Your Mother and Big Bang Theory, they they had no intention of making good funny shows. That's why they use laugh tracks. But if you want to make a good funny show, you you would be. It's always sunny. You know, you would make that show. So, by you know, by my stupid logic, they didn't intend to make good shows because their shows use laugh tracks. Yeah, like the joke should stand on its own. Yeah, it's like... Uh. Speaking of standing on its own, Charlie Gets Crippled is the next one on our list. That is one above The Gang Exploits a Miracle. Charlie Gets Crippled got a 7.5 from us. Donnie was the most favorable on this episode. Yeah, giving fuck you, Adam. 8.6, followed by Adam. 7.7, me right behind Second him, 7.6. Dish of the day gives a seven, uh, sorry, 6.2 for a total average of 7.5. That is number five on the list of lists. I, I just want to say, like starting from um, the Gang Exploits a Miracle, um, my list from going from here to like 
what we rank as the number one, my my rankings go down as the list goes up from here. If that makes sense. A lot of what you say doesn't make sense. So a lot of know. our I'm t- just kidding. I don't okay. know. What you a say. lot of our top a lot of our top episodes, Adam gave the lowest score for. No, no, not the lowest. I'm saying like like um it's just it's just going down in scores as we are now going up. Well you're in- Total. So you disagree with the majority or the, yeah. the group average, yeah. not the majority, but yeah. our group average. Yeah. 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 We've noticed Basically, that. Basically, everything I know. <laughs> everyone else finds funny, you think is unfunny. And everything everyone else finds unfunny, you think is funny. I don't think that, I don't think that's the case. Exactly. There's an inverse relationship between what people like and what you like. I would argue it's that the fans are more in agreement with my scores than they are with your scores. Oh, you think you're a fan favorite uh, now, yeah. Adam? I speak for the people. Okay, Wild Card Crew, go ahead and let us know in our DMs uh, <laughs> who your favorite Roman Wild Cards host is. Dish of the day, me. Adam, Donnie, or me. <laughs> Don't say me. I want to. I want to see Adam not win this one. I want to see Dish of the Day take it out of nowhere. Um, so yeah, that's our number five. Charlie uh, Charlie gets crippled. Uh, I I like this episode. Um, I not. I wasn't over the moon about it. If I remember, just um, some really solid lines and uh, some really good moments uh, to to get season two going. Great way to start season two. I don't know. And also Danny DeVito joining the gang. I was about to say, apparently all it takes to be a good show is introducing a great character And this episode brought us Danny DeVito. So it's gotta be up there. Yeah. It's gotta be up there. Yeah. These two episodes, gang exploits a miracle and Charlie gets crippled. Both introduce very important characters and both are in our top, uh, top seven. Right. Or top five. I can't count. So we're keeping it where it is. 7.5, 7.5, that's number five. Top three. Our top three on the list of lists are all season two episodes. Number three on the list of lists. Season two, episode six, The Gang Gives Back. We gave this episode... Terrible, take a lap. 7.8, not terrible, because uh, Donnie was the most favorable on this, 8.4. Followed by The Dish of the Day, gave it an 8. Followed by Adam, gave it a 7.5. And I thought this episode needed to take a lap. I gave it a 7.2. So number three, 7.8, the gang gives back. Um, the, the wild card crew agrees basically to, to put it uh, short. This, uh, this episode was uh, voted on Twitter as one of our favorites. So uh, the Twitter wild card crew thought that this episode was um, deserved to be in our top three. On the other hand, the Instagram followers that we have did not agree with us. So that was interesting to see. Uh, the gang gives back, didn't get love from our polls on Instagram, but got love on Twitter. So I don't know. Controversial episode to, to like, what do you guys think? Is, is it classic? Uh, well, yeah. To argue that we actually like this show, going from bottom to top, this is actually the first episode that none of us gave a score below a seven. So this is the first episode that we all agree should be up there and all liked all aspects of. So, I mean, I don't know what more to say. It's it's number three for a reason. So, yeah. Uh, yeah, I apologize to our Instagram followers then who don't agree that this should be on the top. But uh, go ahead and 
DM us. What What do you think? Where Where's the gang gives back? Where should that be on the list of lists? Should it be number one? Because uh, I've noticed this kind of love hate with this episode. Everyone either kind of like loves it a lot or thinks it's duty and they can forget about it. <laughs> you said duty. What? <laughs> We're just gonna gloss over the fact you said duty. Write your lines, Brayden. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I, yeah. the, the writer of Juno, whoever, whoever wrote Juno <laughs> writes the lines in my head. Elliot Page. <laughs> Elliot P- Speaking of, uh, we we were talking about earlier on this show, <laughs> mentioned a time that he was watching a show and a character oh, left the, the dish of the dish of the day mentioned a show that queso dip. dip mentioned a show that a character left and came back as a, as a different, uh, gender. And they're now doing that on the Umbrella Academy. So our talk about um, uh, Carmen, the transgender character, and it's always sunny in Philadelphia. And we were talking about like, where, where do you cross this line representing transgender people in sitcoms? We're going to see how they pull off uh, Ellie Page's character in the Umbrella Academy. That's not going to get me to watch the Umbrella Academy. I just thought it was interesting that we were talking about it. And now it's... Uh, manifest itself into real yeah. life. Nothing will get me to watch that because I hate superheroes. I just they're so I just don't boring care. now. Yeah, I don't care anymore. Unless they're hanging dong, you know. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, or uh, my roommate watches uh, this show called The Boys on Amazon, which is like really fucked up superhero shit. That's something you guys could be interested in. Sounds like every other. I don't like it, but it's like you or what? Are we no, promoting that, that show. No, <laughs> that was the most lackluster promotion. Yeah, of all time. I was just like, sounds like if you, if you like, if you like superhero shit, I don't. But some people are into pitch, that. Pitch it, like, sounded, it sounds like they agreed to pay you, but like haven't sent the checks yet, and you're just like. You guys should probably go watch it. <laughs> I don't know. Let me get the money and then I'll tell you to no, really. The point get was like, compared yeah, to the Umbrella Academy, like, like until uh, that check fucking clears, I ain't saying shit. Yeah, but um, it, it's like pitch sunny like that. I don't know. It's it's five people. You know, yeah. they're in a bar. They're fucked up. Who gives um, a shit. You might like it. Yeah. I think you might like it. Honestly, you might hate it. You Honestly, might hate yeah. it. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay, guys. So the list of lists culminates to the last two spots, and those last two spots are tied. We have a tie for first and second place. Both of these received a 7.9. Number two is Season 2, Episode 9, Charlie Goes America, All Everybody's Ass. Season 2, Episode 3, Dennis and D Go on Welfare, is number one. For Charlie Goes America, we gave that a 7.9. Dish of the Day was the most giving uh, that's his favorite episode, 9.1. Donnie gave it a 7.7. I gave it a 7.4. And Donnie's right behind, or sorry, Adam is right behind me with a 7.3. So we gave this a 7.9, tied for first. Destin, do you go on welfare? I was the most giving of that one. I said that was one of the first episodes I ever watched that got me into this show. I gave it a 9.6. I tried to go to a 10, but I got talked down. Uh, Donnie gave it an 8.2. Dish of the Day gave it a 7, and Adam gave it a 6.5 for an average of 7.9 at the tippity-top of our list. What do you guys think of these two? Is this, is this representative we've, of all the episodes we've reviewed, these top two, Charlie Goes America and Dennis and D Go on Welfare? 
I yeah, think I would. The people love Charlie Goes America all over everyone's ass. It's what the people want. <laughs> I will say that um, that did receive uh, the most amount of votes, but lost to Dennis and D go on welfare. Uh, Charlie Goes America all over everyone's yeah, ass. People are stupid. Received, received a lot of votes. But Dennis and D go on welfare won uh, the fans' responses. Yeah. So I understand that. I don't agree because I gave different scores, but I understand. Yeah. I just think it's I just think it's funny that it came down basically the fans agreed. The fans top three, if we're going off of what the wildcard crew of what the people who are listening to this have said, uh, the top three basically from season two are Dennis and D go on welfare. Charlie goes America and Charlie gets crippled is what I've gathered. We put the gang gives back in between all that mess. What I like, so it's kind of the same yeah. page we're on. Yeah. What I like about this list um, is that I think so far, um, a lot of uh, season two episodes are closer to the top. And I like that a lot. I think season two is much better than season one. It's only going to get better. So only, yeah. Well, uh, where do you guys think season three is going to go? I think it's going to be towards the top two. Yeah, oh, yeah. I, I I think season three will eclipse season two. I think season three will definitely bring us our new group number one and our first group average score of eight or higher. I'm going to see my first 10 for sure in season three. I'm telling you right now, it's going to happen. Okay. I don't know when or where, but I'm pretty sure. Like One of my favorite episodes of all time is in this season. So I know mine's not. Mm-hmm. Okay. Adam's going to give his first personal 10 out of 10. Maybe. We'll see. And we still, yeah, uh, 7.9 is the highest score we've given. We haven't given a collective 8 yet. We came pretty close on that one, but nothing yet. So what you guys need to do is stay tuned and find out where Season 3 is going. If um, you want to see where this whole mess of a list is at now, you can go on over to our subreddit, our Always Sunny Pod, and see the list of lists. It is our top pin post. We also post outdated versions uh, on our Instagram, so you can scroll back and find those. Uh, you can find them on Twitter as well. But the best way to find it is to go on our subreddit and just look there because it's looking pretty great, guys. We got season three that is going to come up onto this list and speaking of season three, I think it's time we make an announcement here. It is time to tell you guys, 25 episodes a year is not enough. 26 episodes a year is not enough. Every other week is not enough. I think it's time we take Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards weekly, you guys. So, starting season three, 2021, starting with season three, episode one, very first Friday, you're going to get an episode of Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards. And every Friday after that, you get a new episode of Rumham Wildcards coming. We are switching to a weekly podcast. We got 50 plus brand spanking new episodes coming next year. And I cannot be more excited to bring them to you guys. We got a lot of hilarious episodes of Sunny to talk about. We got some interviews that I'm excited to bring you. Some guests. It's going to be insane. In the membrane. Insane in the brain. So... Be Somebody sure. Put me out of my misery. Put me in the fridge so I can congeal into a glob that you then microwave later, even though nobody wants leftover queso. Thank you. I was about to say I never would eat leftover yeah. queso. No. So thank you for that. <laughs> We're throwing you in the trash. 
throw me in the trash. Before we go and throw the dish of the day in the trash, we're uh, going to plug the social media here one more time at Always Sunny Pod, Twitter and Instagram. Go follow us. Rumham.transistor.fm is where you can find all the links to listen to us. All our episodes are there. Guys, let's reconvene and talk about uh, season three, episode one. We are in for a treat, you guys. When the gang finds a dumpster baby. So we are in for a treat. 2021, you guys. Weekly episodes of Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards coming your way every Friday in 2021. Season 3, starting out January. All right, guys. Have a, have a happy holidays. Merry Christmas. All that good stuff. Uh, stay safe, and we will talk to you guys in 2021. See you next year. Rum, Ham, and Wild Cards is produced, directed, and edited by me, Braden Plegenpool. Donnie Crunkleton is our associate producer. This episode was written and hosted by Braden Plegenpool, Donnie Crunkleton, Adam Rothbart, and the Dish of the Day. Mm-hmm.